0: Good, beautiful motherfucking morning to all you sexy motherfuckers out there. Alright, uh, so today, I'm sitting here fucking thinking. As I always am, I love fucking thinking. Um, I, I love thinking, we're going to get off topic here for a second. I love thinking now more than ever. I used to hate thinking, and I used to honestly think that I overthought. <laughs> Go with me here. Lately, I love thinking, and when I say lately, I mean the past handful of years. I love thinking about my past. All of the painful things that I've been through, those are the things in specific that I love thinking about. Breakups, um, death, you know, the loss of someone, uh, you know, even a butthurt moment that seems almost trivial now, just back then was horrifying. I love thinking about those moments now because I can now analyze them from a third party aspect, if you will, rather than being attached to that thought, you know, for a big example real quick, uh, I went through a breakup a handful of years ago that started a lot of my growth and at the time, I wanted nothing to do to think about it because all I wanted to do was get rid of the fucking heartbreak and I... I didn't know how, but I knew somehow I was capable of healing my own broken heart. And, you know, one of the things I did immediately that I can now look back on and and just have no attachment to it, but be able to look at it and see, I buried things you know, in with ignoring the pain, I buried things. And even the pain that I did allow myself to go through, I buried things. So that brought me to the question, which is the topic of today. Not why did I bury them, but how did I bury them? Not necessarily in the you know, if you're going to look at the aspect as a visual of digging a hole, not in the taking the shovel and putting it in the dirt and throwing that pile of dirt somewhere, no. But the fact that I was in that hole, we're going with the visual here, and totally skipping the process of how even before I started digging did I know to just bury those things. It was a very beautiful visual there that just, oh, it fits so beautiful. Anyway, um... Uh, What I'm talking about is subconscious things that we do that we don't even realize we do. So not looking at the physical like breathe in, breathe out, take a step, scratch, left, up, down. Nothing like that. Just the, the, the things that we do so much deeper without even realizing. And for me, all of my life it's been I've buried myself in everybody else's lives and it was so much easier to love, learn, live, work, breathe for somebody else's cause than my own. Yeah, I just totally jumped there and that's what we're fucking talking about and that's what we're going with today. Why it's so easy to have a reason for somebody else and their purpose, and their things, and their goals, and their dreams, and their beliefs, rather than our own. Even more so in the moment of motivation, and and drive, if you will. So, a few months ago, I come across this information. Uh, I used to spend a lot of my time constantly fucking reading and digging in for information that was about psychology and self-development and my health, my you know, my physical well-being, my mental, emotional, everything aimed at my betterment. I dug into it. And for the first time in my life, one, I actually did my own fucking research. And what it brought me to was this. I watched a a TED talk on YouTube, and I don't remember the exact topic, but it was along the lines of how do you motivate, you know, the people around you? Like, you know, more specifically at that time, it was my coworkers. My co-workers dynamic in the group that I was in, it was so diverse, yet so headstrong at the same time, so stubborn at the same time, so narrow-minded at the same time in a positive way, and so fucking just driven and goal oriented and these people would never give up they would give their last breath to achieve their goals and you could see it within their fucking beings their work ethic the way they thought the way they spoke the way they felt the way they perceived life everything was literally so fucking driven oh it was so inspiring to be around these people. Because even in their negativity, fuck this job and fuck this life and fuck this. Even in their negativity, it was so fucking jaw-dropping to be part of such a person in their presence, in their element, and to see their raw fucking drive. It was beautiful. But these people and I never got along. Good God. I mean... It was it was like egos on fucking red alert 24-7 the second you clocked in. And, you know, I'll admit, I took part in this ego play from time to time. And when I say time to time, I'm generally meaning every fucking day. You know, there were moments where I'd catch myself like, you know what? Motherfucker, fuck you. I'm going to step up and do this. That's my one-up. Then I'd catch myself and it would be like, oh, shit. Yeah, this is ego and nobody realizes that they're just acting on trained response. They're on autopilot right now. And now that I'm coming to the awareness that I'm now not on autopilot, how can I, how can I navigate, how can I navigate this field to, you know, coordinate everybody to get on the same fucking flight plan, if you will, whether they're awake or not, no. And not manipulate like a psychological fucking nasty negative, you know, game of, of manipulation and deceit. No, but how can I put these people <clears throat> on the same page for in this moment to take them out of their lives and put them in here, right here at this job at hand and make this that ultimate life go. How can I motivate these people to have a similar singular mindset to this goal? And I watched this TED Talk. And this TED Talk told me right up front, and this is really all I remember from the TED Talk, was everybody's already motivated. Every single person on the planet. It was speaking of motivation. Uh, it, she, This woman, I knew she was, well, I knew. <laughs> she, it was a woman and she said, everybody on the planet, all 100% of people are already motivated. That's why motivational speaking don't work. That's why you can't teach motivation. Everybody's already motivated. They have 100% motivation. Whether we call them lazy or look into their lives and see nothing, no. No, whether you think you've got a drive or not, no, it's past that. Everybody's already motivated. So now the question is, how do you take their motivation running full blast and put it on the same goal as yours? Well, there are many different aspects that I've learned along the way. Uh, You know, it goes far past the, you know, a leader is going to be right down there in the trenches with you. It goes past that. It goes to literally, singularly looking at only yourself. And one of the things that help in, in, in my life is I'm here and that's all that matters. Take in a negative and turn it into a positive. You see, negatively, I've heard so many people say, or, you know, it's a trained response of, hey, man, how you doing? What's up? I'm here. It's all that matters. You know, I have learned that showing up is half the battle. So put that into aspects. You punched in. You just completed half of the fucking hell, the shit you're going to face in this negative situation called work. So now that you've completed half of it, man, that literally means whatever the fuck you face in that 8, 10, 12, 16, whatever hour period, it literally means you just completed the half of it. That whatever's next, that ain't shit, you already on a downhill out of work. That's the good thing. By taking your perspective and flipping it on little thoughts like that is how you help convince the drive, the motivation inside that life is worth living for you that's that's how i've done it in my process and what i mean by that is <clears throat> everybody's already motivated for themselves you know science calls it basic instincts you know you're going to feed yourself you're going to take that next breath you're going to grab a drink of water Or, you know, it's going to come to the point where, you know, they could argue you're going to fight to take that last breath, fight to grab that last little bit of food, fight to get a drink. It goes deeper than that. However, and I'm not going to coin it with in this world or this age. No, it's been around since probably the beginning of time. I'm not going to try to say I know when it started. It's that mentality of literally we grew up period. So you could be fucking 110 right now. You could be 10 right now. You could be 10 months old right now. You could be 10 days old right now. You've lived a life that has been conditioned to teach you that literally you must take part in somebody else's motivation in order to be worthy. So now that you see that, it's helped me understand. That alone was a hard truth for me to understand that literally I've spent my life on many different levels that I never thought possible, living for somebody else. And now that I have the opportunity, not that I have never had the opportunity, now that I've not only had this quote-unquote opportunity, but the time is right, signs point to it, this, that, the other thing. No, I've had those moments before. The missing piece was literally far more than just courage or bravery or or... Uh, confidence in self, it's far more than that. It's literally past the decision even. It's past the fear of the decision. It's past all of it. It's literally in this moment of I'm rewriting what I've grown and allowed myself to learn. And what I've taught myself is it's not acceptable to make myself happy. I've spent my life doing that, telling myself in every action and every thought that I have that it's not acceptable for me to be happy, for me to have something great and grand and nice, that literally in order for my life to exist... I have to have purpose in somebody else or something else. And there has to be so many attachments to it because they're fail-safes, if you will. If I'm not attached to the company, well, then I'm attached to the team that's helping this company. If I'm not attached to the team that's helping this company, I'm attached to a person from the team that's helping this company. If I'm not attached to that, then, well, I'm attached to this person's drive or this friend's drive or that friend's drive. They're all fail-safes. Where does... I have purpose for me because, well, fuck, this is my purpose and being happy and these things that make me happy. Being clean is, is a hard, that's a lie even, (laughs) that's a lie. Being clean is literally just a choice and I'm the one that tags it with the emotion and the, the, the thoughts and the negativity and the positivity with it. Being clean is a very surreal thing. And that's one thing that I've never... I myself have personally never witnessed on a YouTube video or something on TV or some form of intervention. I've never witnessed somebody going through something similar to what I'm going through as far as thoughts. Oh, it's one thing to say experiences. You know, hell, I met uh, a guy... Uh, and had the honor and beautiful opportunity to work with this man. Uh, Anonymity is kind of a big thing for me right now, just in this stage of not knowing what to say other than just being as honest as possible. So names are about the only, yeah, names are and places are the only things that I leave out of the equation. Because in all honesty, they're irrelevant. Because when you start putting in demographic of things, oh, well, there's meth addiction in, in, you know, say, New York, or there's meth addiction in California. There's a different kind of meth addiction in, in Florida or Mexico or Germany or here. No, you know, no, no. Suffering of self is suffering of self. It's plain and simple. End of fucking discussion. So I've never seen what it's or heard what it's really like In the recovery process so I am doing what I feel is my part and it honestly makes me happy to be able to get on here and discuss in detail what my recovery has been like while I search for somebody to talk to for myself and even after I find somebody to talk to it's that hey guys I'm proud to tell you now that I found this person. I'm talking, I'm venting. And, oh, hey, guys, I've now met this 50th person. And we're connecting like this. And, you know, all in an effort to give the information, any information. Bruce Lee's quote, I live my life day to day seeing things of this quote. Let the way be as way. Let no limitation be limitation. In all things positive and negative, I see that every fucking day. I hear those words every fucking day. One, I used to say that literally, uh, that is a thought every day I remember that quote. No, it's not. I don't. I don't fucking think of that quote every day. But I live my life in such a way I see it every day. You know, I can easily look at my life before I close my eyes in that day and be like, yeah, well, Okay, I was indifferent there, so that means what? Well, I wasn't negative before, therefore I was open, flow, to something different. I can easily say it was judgmental in the aspect of it's positive or negative, but no, I'm just going to simply say there was another choice, and I had an open mind. And my open mind allowed for flow, for, for difference, for change, for exactly that, let the way be as way. My healing does not have to be done this way or that way. And this way is not the right way or the wrong way. It's simplistically just the way. So to allow myself to be a conduit, if you will, to the flow of information, won't even tag it as my information because the second it leaves my mouth and you hear it, it then becomes our information, or simplistically just information. You know, I'm able to go beyond the limitations of myself in the manner of uh, breaking down subconscious, subconscious walls understanding more of how I have allowed myself to uh, take motivation that was meant for me and so willingly give it to all others. I'm able to harness back that energy. I'm able to... You see, I tell everybody quite often, giving and taking is in everything. Give and take is in everything. I used to hate... The fucking term, oh, it's a give and take. Well, life is that. Life is give and take. But it's not in the sense of give and take. Give and take sounds so negative, so forced, so I don't want to fucking do this. But if you look at the words offered and received, then everything starts making more sense. Where you used to use the words give and take, use offered and received. And let these words even gra- uh, bring more value and power by when I explain this. If I offer you a million fucking dollars, let's, 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 let's back up. Let's go with the number where you can't even rationalize, but you just know you would be great. Okay. Let's go with 10 million dollars. If I were to give you right now 10 million dollars. That would cure all your fucking problems as far as financial goes. I'm not getting into the debate of, oh, money don't buy happiness. Fuck you and fuck that thought. Stick with the topic. Stay with the face value of it. It's exactly where it is. And it's not digging into nothing. If I gave you $10 million right now, would you or would you not take it? First of all, you cannot answer that question because we are not in that moment. I do not have $10 million and I am not standing in front of you saying... Would you like $10 million? That's going to build an anxiety. Don't let that build anxiety within you. We're not in that moment. You can't answer that question. However, however, now that we've broken it down like that, there is a level of anticipation within you like, well, motherfucker, I would have answered. Uh, Would you take it? Now, like me, I'm sure quite a few of you could easily go, oh yeah, I'd definitely fucking take it, definitely. But let me explain why. Let's uh, let's look at prayer. Let's look at energy. Let's look at words. Let's look at uh, offering and receiving, okay? People always say, oh, I'm praying for you. A lot of people, if you were like me, question, okay, if you're praying for me and you pray that I have happiness and blessings and all this... Where is it showing up in my life? You see, I know I've questioned that a million and one fucking times. Where the fuck are your blessings and your prayers showing up in my motherfucking life? Well, it clearly says it in the Bible if you need a fucking answer. God has given you all the power that he has. You have the exact same fucking power he has. Jesus even said it himself. You have the power of my father. You have it all. You can move mountains, you can walk on water, you can raise the dead. Now, if you're like me, you're simply saying, Motherfucker, fuck you. That's why I can prove faith in God or bullshit. Because, well, I don't have all these nice fucking things. Well, the truth is, it's because you're not receiving that fucking knowledge. Now, that don't mean you can sit there, if you're like me, and, and thought, Okay, I receive all those prayers of blessings of money and everything. That don't mean you're going to look at your bank account and and that app going to fucking tell you that you got $10 million in your bank account. It don't mean that. You got to learn. You got to go deeper. You got to dig in self to find those things. My point to this is giving and taking, offering and receiving. I have offered so much of my motivation to all those around me and all those things around me, those things and people, I am not judging, they may or may not have taken that energy. But for those that did not, there is a stockpile of fucking motivation floating around in the infinite that people have been tapping into And drawing power and motivation from that I literally can take back. Energy in motion is energy in motion. You cannot get rid of energy, aka prayer. You cannot get rid of it, it's power. Power, negative or positive, nevertheless, it's power. Power cannot be destroyed. Power can be tagged. Yes, evil, good, right, wrong. It can be tagged, but those are only within the limitations of your mind or what you've been told or what you what you believed growing up or how you perceive life. That is the tag of the power that you have. You can take that fucking limitation off it and receive abundantly through learning how to motivate people and by learning how to motivate people, what I mean is literally how to not give a fuck about motivating people, but using the motivation within me to then shine a light on everyone else's similar motivations. I, one could say that's a long way of saying, dude, open up and be vulnerable, and that's how you make your life better. Yeah, You know, yeah, I, I, can, I can definitely see how that would have uh, been a, a lot easier to explain. But see, this is why I want to fucking get out there. Because going through recovery, there are so many more things and levels within me that I'm able to dig into that I've never heard anybody speak of. And, you know, whether I was going in, you know, vagina recovery or alcoholic recovery or porn recovery or whatever, fuck, it doesn't matter. I'm able now to take part in that and be like, hey, uh, this is what I'm doing. And this is the information I've learned. And I'm offering it to you. And if you want it, fuck yeah, buddy. If you don't, fuck yeah, buddy. But nevertheless, I'm going to keep that light on, (laughs) like Motel 6, (laughs) that no matter what, I am going to constantly keep fucking motivated in understanding how to keep my life going. Because my life, if I keep it going, no matter how it goes, if I keep it going, I keep giving off energy. And if I keep giving off energy, then that means I'm able to keep receiving energy. And if I'm able to keep receiving energy, I'm able to keep my ass in the circle of relativity. But bad choice of words, of, of being relevant, there you go, that's the word I was looking for, being relevant, being worthwhile, that the circle, we're going with Disney here, That's the circle of life, if I'm not in it, I'm fucking up the circle, I'm breaking that circle, That literally means and helps me put focus on, oh, shit, okay, I definitely need to be physically healthy. What's my idea of physically healthy? Mental, emotional, and spiritual. What are my ideas of those being healthy? Next question, and better and deeper than that. Okay, now that I understand... Let's experiment with what does make me healthy, with what does help those around me to help those around them, to help them around these and these around those and those around me. How do I help give back to the circle? Because it's now really focusing on me. If I focus on me, then that focuses on the circle. If that focuses on the circle because it focused on me, then that focuses on the everything. Focusing on me focuses on everything. Focusing on everything does not focus on me. <laughs> I, you know, I'm able to share stuff like that, that uh, I've never really heard before. I've felt it before, but I've never had the words for it. And now I'm able to take part in that and be like, look, if if, if I'm this way, well, maybe somebody else is this way. If somebody else is this way, damn it. This is why I'm doing that, because I want to find somebody that I, uh, yeah, I want to find somebody, and if I want to find somebody, then somebody probably wants to find me. That's the best part. I don't know who. On either part, I don't know who I want to talk to, who I want to reach, and I don't know who wants to talk to me and who wants to reach me, but damn it, we are all fucking out there. Tell me that ain't fucking badass. That just makes me fucking happier and dog two Peters right there. All right, I'm gonna let y'all go right now. I love you beautiful, sexy motherfuckers. Stay awesome, be awesome, and I love you motherfuckers.